All right, so welcome back to the Spicy Boys. Uh, we're gonna play our intro for everyone. Uh... Oh yes, the Spicy Boys are here to put some spice in your life. Spicy Boys with spicy tofu. Spicy Boys and spicy sai. Spicy Boys and super spicy honey. Spicy Boys and medium spicy monte. Spicy Boys and regular spicy nighthead. Spicy Boys, it's time to get spicy. Spicy Boys. All right, it's been a while, and uh, we're we're actually missing one of the Spicy Boys, unfortunately. Um, but yes, welcome to the Spicy Boys uh, once again. I'm Topher. I'm sorry. I'm Monty. Shit. Shit. Uh, what to do? What to do? It's, Sorry, it's I'm <laughs> Wow, we're doing really great. This is a yeah. great start. We should have had it disorganized. <laughs> we should just go in alphabetical order next time. Yeah. I, I think my last name, first name, what are we doing? Oh, good. Let's not make this more complicated. <laughs> That's behind this. Don't worry. We'll cut all this out in post. No, no one's ever going to hear this part. That's right. Totally. totally. Exactly. Um. Before we get started and kind of talk about what's going on in our lives, I don't know if you guys know that uh, it's it's actually the State of the Union right now. I did um, know that. Yeah. And actually, uh, so the beginning, I just want to share this because I thought it was really interesting. Um, really quickly, I just want to show you what happened in the beginning. There was Adam and Eve? Uh, no, the beginning of the uh, State of the Union. Oh, God. Shit. I know she's bad right now with all that starving bullshit and the dust storms and we running out of french fries and burrito coverings. Yeah. But I got a solution. That's what you said last time, dipshit. I got a solution. You're a dick. South Carolina, what's up? Yeah, so that great, great start, great start to the State of the Union, right? Well, uh, it, it, it's honestly a little scary how prescient that movie was. That like, movie we are, 2006. Inching towards yeah. that. Biden looks like he's only, you know, like it was the 1920s again for him. That was that was like the most animated I've ever seen Biden. And the blackest. What? Wait, wait. <laughs> context, guys, context. Heavy edit. Uh, heavy edit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're gonna get a couple of cancellation calls here. Oh, okay. Yeah. If uh, anyone doesn't know that's idiocracy, the what year did that movie come out? 2006. 2006? We should have watched that on high day. Yes, we should. We should have watched that that one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, am I spilling the beans? Sorry. So, um, well, let's jump in. Before we jump into <laughs> what's going on um, with uh, out in the world and sharing some of our stories like we normally do, what's been going on with uh, Spicy Boys? I know they hit you. You went somewhere with Adi. Yeah, we came back from from Cancun uh, for a wedding, and that was a blast, man. I think. Indian weddings are so fun um, and a lot of drinking, a lot of partying, a lot of Punjabi mix. It was fun as hell. We just got back and had a good time. Was there an elephant? There was not an elephant, but there was a horse. Um, and so, How racist can you be in three seconds? Was there an elephant? <laughs> Come on, man. What, what do you think racist? weddings are? Bro, Indians love elephants. Is that yeah? Is we that, don't have them at every wedding. Not also you, not. In you do acknowledge you have them at some weddings. Wait, so so because I know something about Indian weddings, I know that sometimes there is an elephant at an Indian wedding. For me asking that's that, like that. Being like, that's like being like, oh, I went to a white wedding, and some people like, oh, was there potato salad there? No, and they did the chicken <laughs> dance. Then it'd be a white wedding. Yes, that would oh, be. Hey, hey, I think Topher wants to say sorry. You guys get it? Because no, you, you get it. Sorry, because yes. you guys Indians wear saris. Anyways. Oh. My oh. God. <laughs> I got it now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here if you have to, the podcast. if you have to explain the racist joke, you know, I just wonder, does it really hit the same? Uh, well, yeah. then it must not be racist. <laughs> or it was just a lame joke. One or the other. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say this. The other big thing happening in my life, back to back champion right here of our poker just wanted to kind of make sure folks know who the champ is and going for the trifecta here this week nice. so we'll that see is, how that, that rolls out i'm proud of you man i'm proud of you 
Those books if I got of our reader. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, guys, over. I was going to say, if any of our readers are interested in joining our poker um, Thursday night poker tournaments, uh, make sure to send us an email, spicyboys608 at gmail.com. But yeah, we're always open to more people playing and taking more people's money, I guess. Hey, no, we don't. It's not money. That's right. We play for credits. I forgot. Yeah. Hey, chips. Yeah. Right. Uh, have you been checking that email, Tover? Yes, I did. We actually do got, we did get an email. Um, if, if you like. Yeah. Um, Who sent us an email? Oh, well, I wasn't ready for that because I was going to pull it up a little a late, a little later. Uh, so I was generally like, did not know if you, been, I haven't been checking it. So I didn't, I, 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 I actually had it pulled up, uh, but let's keep talking and I'll bring it up in, uh, in just a second. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, what else? Uh, what, we had the Super Bowl, um, yeah. fun little Super Bowl party. Uh, Mati's parents met my parents, uh, kind of a, a doppelganger situation with a, a brown dad and a white mom. So that was exciting. Um, good to get everybody together for that. Great halftime show, too, I thought. Um, I think maybe I – I don't know if I want to would say the best in Super Bowl history, but um, certainly top – I would say top five. I for think sure. – uh, Macy Gray. Is it Macy Gray? Was it Macy Gray? No, it was Mary J. Blige. Exactly. She missed the mark, whoever she was. I, it didn't matter to me. It just like, I didn't. Well, I mean, she only had that one song on her own. Yeah. Even though I know she's had tons of hits, I just was never a big Mary J. Blige. Like, she wasn't. Me neither. They, they did an interview with her um, right before, and they asked, like, what are you looking forward to most in your performance? And she said, all the streams I'm going to get for people just hopping off to my song and earning some money. It's, it's free advertising. That kind of really hurts though. Mary J. Blige is like a, she is a, uh, like a pioneer in female hip hop too. Yeah. So. It, I thought yeah. It was great. So did, if, what did you think was a better one? Like uh, besides this one? I would say, I mean, like just in terms of like showmanship um and kind of like people knowing their music uh i would say like justin timberlake janet jackson stands out as as maybe the one just because just because the controversy and the like it is the halftime show that people talk about when you bring up a halftime show right it wasn't it was not yeah that's fair that's fair it wasn't good i mean so you were Um, probably like underage so it's like the like you're seeing like boob on live tv oh it was incredible i i like I, I like I was quickly ran to the bathroom. As, I was, <laughs> as interested as I was in the game, um, when I saw that covered up nipple, you know, with a little uh, sundial tasty, I, I just really, yeah, it really did something to my 13 year old self or 14. How old were we, Mati? Uh, that was like 2004, so 13, I think. Yeah, it was. Something. Bro, I could just see that in the uh, bathroom. That and the Titanic boob. Were the two, oh, yeah. the two yeah. kind of seminal moments of my adolescence where I really just got a, was, yeah. like an instant boner, I would say. Well, what about American Pie? Do you not see American Pie? I've never seen that too. That was that was huge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was a, a super time, super time, super pole. Super time. <laughs> I had a super time just, watching the movie. All right. It, it, it was just another you know innocent ender. Uh, people loved the weekend last year. I didn't like the weekend. Oh, I thought the weekend was good. I thought it was good. I I, didn't, I wasn't really familiar with his music, but I definitely got into it afterwards. Um, so, and it was it was tough for the weekend just because like there was not a lot of there was no fans a lot. I don't think last year or yeah, limited fans. fans. Okay. Oh yeah, first responders or something, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that's right. Yep. They, everyone like because everyone got vaccinated. I think I, I remember it was just at the beginning, so they got a bunch of people who could get vaccinated to go. Um. Uh, in in terms of vaccinating, in terms of things that also that are going on, I had COVID, so oh, that was yeah. yeah. Do you know which did you did you have Omicron or did you have real stuff? They they didn't <laughs> they didn't tell stuff. me. Um, but I mean, I assume it was Omicron because Omicron like pretty much took over Delta. Um, everything was mild, but it's great. I you know I never got the booster, um, but I did get the vaccine, so now I have. Vaccine like um, immunity and natural immunity. So hopefully that should be some good protection um, moving forward. Did you rate your, Would you rate your um, your experiences hot, medium, or mild for the for the symptoms? <laughs> um, it definitely was mild symptoms. Okay. Um, definitely. Hot, was, 
Hot experience though? Um, I, I had a fe- I didn't have a fever. The worst part though about it was that I was by myself and isolating for a good four days. And then Emma came down with it. So then she got to come isolate with me. Even, so she had someone to isolate with while I was just by myself for four days before she came over. It's really rough. Did yeah. you get your proof of recovery? Just because you know, like if you get a PCR test for a couple of months afterwards, you're you're gonna test positive, so you have to fly somewhere. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do for the proof of recovery. Pay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think uh, more generally, I think I feel like we're at the beginning of the end. This seems to be like the downslope that we've all been waiting for, at least for the at least for maybe the summer. I don't know what things look like in the fall or the winter, but. It's nice to get something of a return to normal for maybe just a little bit. Well, I, I mean, all the mask mandates are going away surprisingly uh, on the same day as the State of the Union address. Um, it's weird that the science changed like that so quickly and specifically for today. Oh my God. Yeah, this is not a tinfoil moment. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is not a tinfoil. Come on. We all know what this is. It's all political. This was this taking the mask off today and, and the new CDC recommendation, it was all because of the, the state of the union coming up. Oh. And he wants to say that he beat COVID. I, I don't, I don't know about that. And that might be a, a, a factor. I think the bigger things are, the bigger thing is Dems are, are scared as hell that they're going to get waxed in the midterms and they need to do something to appease the public. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think what's going to be hard for them is that it's, you know, A, you've got a bunch of people who aren't going to forget that it was mostly Democrats who, like, were mandating masks and keeping people locked up. Um, but also their base, like, especially the people, they're the ones that are most afraid right now that are going to keep wearing masks, trying, you know, uh, and keep, the, because they're, they are not, they're going to be the ones that are going to be the hardest to, get, to say, well, yes, the pandemic is over. It's, yeah. it's funny you say that, Tober, because... When I was locked down for six months, it was under Trump as president. So I don't recall Biden ever being in power yeah, at I, that point. No, I, I mean, once we all had the vaccine, like that should have ended the pandemic. Like once you had to have access to the pandemic, but it was, you know, like Florida has been open. Texas has been open. Like the, like the blue states have been open. Sorry, the red states have been open. But, you know, you, you had vaccine mandates, you had uh, mass mandates in a, lot of the, in a lot of the blue states. They, they've been hit, hit hardest, though, with deaths, I would, I would uh, well, I'm assuming that, I'm, I think that the, the data backs me up, but I'm, I'm interested to see how the old people dying because of COVID restrictions being not very strong in Florida, Texas, Georgia, how that affects uh, votes, because what, if DeSantis won by 40,000? I mean, I could, I, I could easily see him being destroyed in, a, in another election soon. Like the, the Florida, the Florida polling right now though is he's 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 running away with it. Like in fact, the Democrats are starting to pull their funding for their candidates because they just they're like we need to focus our money else somewhere else. We'll see, man. I'm uh, it's always interesting to me. I mean, he, what he's got like, man, he's got like what four more years to be governor still. I think no, he's he's up for re-election this year. I thought it was six years for governorship. Um, I think it depends on what state. Oh, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe we're right. It's, you know, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that uh, the political calculus is still just raging so hard. There's no basis in science. It's like, it's not going super well. I, I'm a little worried about the, the incoming red wave because I think, I don't know if that's like going to be the, um, the straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of how divided we are. Like, it's just going to keep, you know, bouncing back and forth. But I, man, it just seems like this whole thing has been so mismanaged by both sides. Yep, I I, I agree with that. Yeah, big takeaway. But. You know, it's funny that you would unite us all if another country invaded us. We all agreed that we would take up arms, isn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't we? That's yeah. we all talked about it. Yeah. Any anything? Any reason why you're saying that in particular? Or? No, nothing. The world is completely normal. Everything's fine. I don't. So, I, don't yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I, so I don't know if you guys know that. Um, that Russia invaded Ukraine. What? What? Yeah. And no I, I actually, I actually would like to have uh, Kamala Harris explain what the situation is there, uh, if if you guys wouldn't mind. Let me sure, explain it. Well, yeah, we'll understand it, I guess. I mean, she's really good at explaining things. So here we go. 
If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States? So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. If you're watching any uh, level so of news, even social that, media, that was, that was a great, that was, that was a great uh, overview of what's actually going on there from our, the vice president of the United States. I felt like she was still talking. I feel like there's probably more to that statement that people just, you just picked and chose it. For a reason. I, I mean, I'm sure it is, but I, I think it's, you know, just telling them like. It, it just goes to show you can dumb things down too much. That yeah. was, that was too much. I feel <laughs> like that was like, that was like the Michael Scott explanation of what's think going on. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, I think it's a hip hop show. Hip hop show. And I think they said a work. Yeah. Breakfast clubs out in New York. I don't know where. I think so. Yeah. Oh, is it the breakfast club? Okay. It, no, oh, this was uh, the morning hustle. Yeah, Kamala was on the Breakfast Club and got eviscerated too. She does. She does not do well uh, yeah, during live interviews. But yeah, I mean, yeah, she was a little, no. leaves a little to be desired. You got you got to love a half Indian, you know, in the office. But uh, sometimes I, I don't know. Has anything good come from half Indians? A lot of good, a lot of good <laughs> from what half Indians. Indian. Size, size half Indians for the readers. That's why I said it. Like, that's, wow. not, that's not feathers. That's not feathers. Yes. There you go. Yep. Um, so how do we feel about Ukraine being invaded? Do you guys want to each go around the horn here? Yeah, I'll, go, and- I'll go mild. I hate war. It's dumb. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a really sad, awful situation. Um, to, uh, I, I guess like we can talk about the motivations for the war. People be that passionate for their country and kind of defending their homeland. Um, I, I guess I didn't expect that that outcome or hey, when we're not anywhere near an outcome, but like I, the Russian military just has so much firepower too that I, it's a, it's a, it seems like a war of attrition. Um, so yeah, that's my initial take. There's been uh, so many scenarios where um, news blows things up all the time. You hear about it week by week by week and nothing happens. Uh, I was like the first one, well, not the first one. I, I was on this podcast and I mentioned this Ukraine-Russia thing, it's just uh, media blowing things up out of proportion. It's not, <laughs> nothing's going to happen out of it. Putin's saying it's just an exercise. I think everyone's just getting um, worked up. And it's crazy how quickly things change. Um, so I guess from the hot, medium, mild, I, I hate it like everyone else. But I would say like how this actually came to fruition was hot in a sense that Putin, like everyone knew it was going to happen. He still did it. And it's just like, there's a, there's a lot of, um, I guess, throwbacks or, or, or repercussions to Russia from the world. And he's still going forward with it. And that's just, I think, terrifying in a sense. Um, so that's my two cents on the whole uh, Russia-Ukraine war. It's It's been building for a long time, I think, since, I mean... Putin has always kind of had a hard on for reestablishing the Soviet Union. He grew up under the Soviet Union. He's a KGB guy. You know, you don't become a KGB and then leader of the world with who's arguably, he arguably might be the richest man in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that he wants to see Russia back to its glory days. And I think he wants, and every time he does something nationalistic, his people always support him. It's like almost 90% um, when they annex Crimea. Um, so he has the, the people behind him, even though he probably rigs elections there. Um, do we, do, would we still say has, I feel like it's a had at this point. Well, I don't know how they're reacting to the economic sanctions there. It's there. I mean, they, they're being really fucked hard by the West. My understanding is he doesn't have a ton of support anymore, but I, I don't know if that's accurate. A, a lot of the things like, uh, essentially taking away sports from Russia, any international sports they're like out of right now, which is a huge point of pride for them. Um, and then punishing the oligarchs who also have a large amount of power. And if he doesn't have the oligarchs behind him, then he doesn't have the type of power that he, want, that he wants. So we'll see. I, I think what I'm more worried about, you know, I, obviously this is a horrible situation with Russia going into Ukraine. Um, 
I think it's it's a horrible situation when any country gets bombed by any other country, including us doing it to other countries. Um, but I think that what I'm worried about is what this means for the next five, 10, 20 years, as you see essentially countries being like, we need to defend ourselves because big uh, America's not going to come in and be the world police anymore. Um, if they don't have a treaty with someone like NATO or something like that, you might start to see a little more nuclear proliferation because people are, are afraid. Like, like, look at Taiwan. Taiwan is probably scared shitless right now that China is going to come over there and invade and nobody is going to come protect them. So they're going to need to do something knowing that, hey, no one's coming to the rescue anymore. You don't think that the Americans have given Taiwan nuclear weapons? No. No. You don't think so? We gave the no Israelis, uh, allegedly, but... No, no. What, no, what we did with the Israelis is the Israelis said, if you don't give us normal weapons and it comes down to it, we will use our nuclear weapons. And that's why we've continually given them arms over the years is because of the fear that they would use their nuclear weapons against their enemies. Yeah. You're telling me essentially said, the world's political stage is one big poker game of bluffing? Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah, we, we, should, we should play one of those. We should play diplomacy sometime. Si, did you play that one time? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, we played one time at Epic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and speaking of the Israelis, the other thing they like, you know, produced was the Tinder swindler. So, I mean, if that's uh, yeah, if that's any indication of kind of where things are at on the global, the global stage. Yeah. Um, but it, it, quick question, is Taiwan a nuclear superpower? No. Do they have nuclear capabilities? But okay. no. But so one of the one of the agreements that Ukraine had in giving up its nuclear weapons that it had left over from being part of the US was that they were going to be able to stay uh, their own country. And now with Russia coming in and invading, I think that you've got a lot of these countries that aren't aligned through treaties, aren't in NATO, that are gonna start thinking about, hey, do I need to really ramp up nuclear weapons and, in general to make sure that I'm protected so that my neighbor doesn't invade me? And I think it makes sense. Like, like I said, I think we think so much of the West, right? But there are many countries out there who are defenseless. And um, I know, like if, if you're totally right about this, if, if I was a country out there, I saw what's going on with Ukraine. I saw there was a treaty signed. I saw the U.S. backed it up. I saw the France backed it up. Um, all this stuff happened so these nuclear weapons can go back to Russia. That was the thing. Um, and suddenly that treaty is non-existent. Um, and it's so, yeah, I agree with you. That's, that's definitely going to be a, an area to watch out for. I, I think there's going to be another quagmire. It's just going to be like us in Iraq, like Iraq, sovereign nation. Think what you think about Saddam Hussein. He's still, he was still the leader there. Um, people followed him. He had it. It was peaceful for the most part. I know he gasps, you know, the Kurds and whatnot, but I'm not saying he's a great leader. Um, but he, they were still an internationally recognized nation. We went in there. The war drums were beating hard in America. Oh my God! Every news cycle is Condoleezza Rice or Colin Powell or George W. Bush or you know uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Dick Cheney, just beating the war drum. Lo and behold, we're still there, sem somewhat. Um, and how, how long has that been? Two two thousand three, almost twenty years there. Um, yeah, I can see I the same thing happening with Ukraine. A lot of a lot of Ukrainians are proud people. I mean, they're they've been through a lot of shit throughout their history, especially the. World War II, um, they are like 78% of them see themselves as Ukrainians, Ukrainians and not Russian. Um, and like, I think there's a poll, like 35% would take up arms against Russia. And that just, that just, yeah. you know, we'll just keep giving them arms to fight their own insurgency, I'm assuming. Yeah. What, what I worry about Russia though, is that like, look, I know that we killed civilians uh, during um, Iraq and in there, but Millions. Russia really doesn't care about killing. So civilians like he'll go in and he'll level a city and not give a fuck but okay yeah is a good example i mean yeah but the counterpoint the ukrainian president is literally asking his civilian to not leave and take up arms and fight against russian soldiers yeah, but and like i will say this no matter who's right or wrong there was a very i think emotional um text message that was that was leaked about a russian soldier who like texted his like mom moments before he passed away and he mentioned that like it was surprised that they got there. Um, they thought they were going to be welcomed, that they weren't welcomed, and then people were like running with their tanks and things. And it was like a, it was a scary thought. But the, the point is, like, there's no winners in a war. It's victims on both sides. And I know we look at a lot about it from the like, Ukrainian perspective, and I know like you know from a leadership perspective, what Russia is doing is really bad. But like 
the folks on the ground, like they have to fight civilians because civilians are, are fighting them back. Well, but I, I mean, if you look at Russia's history in terms of war, there were like battles that they fought in World War II where they essentially had no bullets and they said, you're either going to rush without bullets or you're going to get shot here. So, and that's what Russia, Russia has consistently done things like that. So I'm not going to be surprised if Putin pushes hard. Are you talking about the battle of Leningrad or Stalingrad? Yep. Or yep. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the Russians are hard people too, man. I, I went there. Hey, you were there too, right? Like, yeah. 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 Like they don't <laughs> smile. They're very, they're very, I mean, they're welcoming, but they don't welcome you with a smile. And it's just like, okay, this is who you guys are. Cool. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Two, two of the craziest thing from oh sorry two of the crazy from Russia really quick was like one um it's it's interesting like whenever we went to a taxi cab or anything um they would ask where are you from and then I would say uh or like Adi would first say like I'm from India and they're like oh India Harvard we love India and like they're like very happy about it and then I would say I'm from the U.S. and suddenly their attitude would just like pull it 2360 they were like oh you're from America like they would just stop talking. Like they were very aggressive against it. But you go to their bars, you know what's blasting in their bars? American music. Nicki Minaj yep. blasting <laughs> all over their freaking bars. And I'm like, what is going on? How can you hate America so much yet like blast the pop media? I got a, I got a fun story from Russia. We, we went, my family and I went there for the World Cup and my sister and I ended up, you know, drinking a little too much vodka at the bar. And we took an Uber back to the hotel and the Uber ride ended and he locked all the doors and he said, vomit, vomit. He pointed at like this little speck of bird poop on the window, vomit, vomit. Like, come on, dude, I didn't vomit. My sister, like, I must've like kind of passed out. My sister was telling me all this. And then she like woke me up and I just handed the guy $9 worth of rubles and he just opened the car. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's what it is. He's just trying to extort us. Like, this is what happens. So $9 worth of rubles, which is now worth Two dollars worth of <laughs> one dollar oh, worth of balls. Yeah. I, I think it meant two cents. Uh, well, anyone, anyone else have any closing remarks about Ukraine? Otherwise, we can get started with. I, I do. I do have one last thing I, I'd like to say, and that is, I'm I'm sickened a little bit by the media response on both sides to the conflict. In particular, I'd like to call out um, Wolf Blitzer on CNN, and uh fuck i can't remember this guy's name on fox news anyway both of them just salivating at what's going on it's like there's a there's like a perverse excitement in their voices when they're talking about what's happening and it's just like you can tell their ratings whores and they're just like so happy that this is happening and that there are eyes on on both sides of the media and it's i mean there's continuous coverage of it because the world is is obviously you know vested in what what happens here but um, it's like that, that part of it's like, I, I just, I hate sometimes the way we think about global conflict when it comes to media. Sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, and then on top of to go to second size point, there's been a bunch of commentators like, this isn't like Iraq. This isn't like Syria. This is a civilized white nation, like borderline saying that, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, just they kind of like spoke off the cusp, you know, like, oh man, I got the guy literally said I have to watch my words. Yeah, he said they're civilized relative to the other refugees that are. Yeah, on the that's, road. A, that's a like, nice way of saying this is not a shithole country. You know, they, they they pretty much said that. That riled me up so much. I think I showed you guys that uh, the clip. But the good thing is, TikTok, by the way, today and yesterday has just been on their ass. There's been so many people like clipping all those an- uh, news anchors like sharing their information, like calling them out. They're just getting blasted nonstop. Uh, at least the Western media, TikTok, I actually don't know what's going on in other countries, but um, it's been insane, man. Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a good flow into the next segment. So for okay. you. Yeah, I was going to read that e- the email, but we can save it. We can say, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so we're doing, we're doing hot, medium, mild, right? Correct? Yes. Hot, medium, mild. All of us will rank it. If it's hot, if it's hot, you know, medium, medium, mild, mild. You get it, readers. You, you guys get it. Um, to go along with the Ukraine invasion uh, by Russia, one of our low, uh, one of our Congresswomen uh, here in the United States had something audacious to say uh, about the invasion, uh, citing the Russian invasion uh, was was comparable to the clearing of the truckers' protests in Ottawa, saying, "Quote." We need, we need, uh, we also have neighbors to the north who need freedom and who need to be liberated. So she's advocating for the invasion of Canada to, for the truck. Can I, can I guess, can I guess who it was? 
Yes, you can guess. Was it Lauren Boebert? Oh, it was Lauren Boebert. Good job. Oh, I, I was like, it was one of the two. It was one of the two. It's either Marjorie or... Yeah, who's the other? Oh, the crazy, the three names. Mar- Marjorie, Marjorie, Taylor Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah. Green, yeah, no, Marjorie Taylor Green uh spoke at a white nationalist conference, so I do. I, I was like, keep that, yeah, god damn, yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, that's who people elected in this country. So, idiocracy 101, you know, I'll go, I'll go hot, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much more idiot. I, we are, we are, I, I said inching earlier, maybe we're hurtling towards it, like it doesn't seem like the pace is slowing, you know, yeah. Ugh um yeah i'll go I'll, I, i'm gonna actually i'm gonna go my medium on that one because we always go hot on the stories and we just got to give some i usually always get all hot but whatever I'll, I'll, I'll go i also go medium just because i feel like politicians always just spew stuff it's crazy yeah. that's fair i'll take it i i had to find a story like i told you guys yeah. before we recorded hey. i didn't have anything going into this so yeah. Right. um I, yeah i so i have a story um a man accidentally filled his bladder and penis with foam while trying to cure ED. Oh, accidentally. Yes. So apparently uh, this, this man came into the uh, emergency room um, and him and his partner, uh, he, uh, essentially, sorry, this man had been trying to urinate for a long time, uh, it was really difficult, uh, and he had blood in his urine. Uh, and then it came to discover that him and his partner were trying to cure his ED. And the way that they did that is they got this, this foam stuff that turns solid um, that you use in like plumbing. And they put the little straw up his urethra. And then the partner accidentally hit the foam and it went all the way into his urethra. Um, and he had to have surgery uh, to get that uh. cured. Oh, God. oh yeah it was it was sorry it was weatherproofing spray foam no Holy so, so i'll go mild there's pills for it was what there's pills for ed i yeah i know it's like what, what what are you doing like how bad does it have to be for you to stick a a little tiny like straw up your urethra and then also it seems weird that his partner Accidentally hit the can, but like, why is it attached to the can? Why would it be attached? Do you think oh, they were trying to make it hard like or something? Air, the air sprayers thing, probably the little, the little yeah. red one. Yeah. This is like when somebody slips and a light bulb ends up their butt. All right, I don't buy it. It wasn't yeah. an accident. I feel like that's a purposeful thing. It, uh, yeah, it's one of the. Yeah, it has to be. I think they're trying to make it hard or something. But I'm like, at one point they were like, "This isn't working. We're gonna make it sound like it's an accident." Well, yeah. Well, you know, I love a story about shoving things up. Uh, <laughs> so okay. it's not go. um, I'm gonna go hot. I'm, I'm, I'll go hot too. Go hot me. I'll go. Oh God. I'll go mild just because my urethra hurts listening to that story. So um, yeah, I, I do have kind of a, a yeah, kind of nice nice uh, lead in from Topher's story into my story, um, and that is: Are you guys familiar with Finnish skier uh, Remy Lindholm? Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. I think everybody at this point is, but um, yeah, I had to, had to bow out of the men's 50 kilometer uh, cross country ski race um, because he uh, was suffering from frozen penis, uh, which I didn't know that was an ailment that, uh, that you could suffer from, but apparently, um, yeah, it was literally frozen solid. Uh, he, they, they said if he didn't get medical attention, he would lose it. Um, so it was not, I just want to give credit to Remy because, you know, it wasn't like, he's like, ah, this really hurts. He wanted to finish the race, but they said, if you finish the race, you're going to lose your dick and he chose his dick over the race. So I can, I can that. This wasn't the first time that happened to him. That was the second time it had happened to him. Yeah. It's dedication to the sport. I mean, you know, fool me once. I mean, that's almost as bad as when your mom almost cut off your penis. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's right up there with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, you didn't know that could happen. It's just like it's just like frostbite. You know, you just you leave something out in the cold. It's it hardens up, stiffens it up, blood leaves it. You know. Yeah, apparently, the fucking foam people should have tried just hardening it in the cold. That would have probably been better than you know. But yeah, wouldn't that happen for like stuff that has low blood circulation? And I would think penis wouldn't have that. So I'm a little surprised, but 
I bet your blood pools to your core when you're, you know, doing any kind of aerobic activity or cardiovascular activity. So that's why like the blood rushes from your extremities to your heart to try and keep it warm. Um, Man, that guy's, that guy's dick was almost finished. <laughs> he's, he's all about the bad puns today. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'm going to give that story ice cold. Zero degrees Kelvin. Freezing for me. Um, okay so mine uh we we saw another bit of a fight not too long ago a week or two weeks ago it's kind of rare in in the sport but we had a wwe showdown between greg guard of wisconsin basketball coach and john howard of michigan coach and it was the funniest thing ever watching uh them go at it um and i have never seen a coach get in a situation where he's throwing punches and it was like it was so funny that actually you know what i'll be honest i was shocked that the madison fans didn't go down and start like just getting in a fight because the fight was happening right in front of the fans and the players were starting to hit each other and all the fans were just booing but never actually got it down there's no security there either we were we were beating michigan so badly that all this all the fans left already at that point no, dude, there were a ton of fans. I saw it. Like, it was insane. I'm with you. I get it. But, like, come on, man. Like, just I'm, – I'm shocked. Especially Wisconsin. Like, people have to be drunk by now. So, how old is Juwan Howard? Like, is Juwan Howard yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's an old – I mean, he's a I mean, middle-aged guy. Yeah, he's 90-ish. Yeah, like I think he's mid-40s. Yeah, mid, mid you're not playing anymore. Like, why are you taking this so seriously? Like, you're not losing the game. Like, it's not because you're coach. You're not even the head coach. Yeah. Do you know why he got mad, right? Yeah, because we called a timeout with 15 seconds left and we were up by 15. It's like, why are you doing high full court pressure, bro? When his starters were pressing the third string bench, yeah. and like they were trying to trap him. And so like when he subbed his, his uh, bench out, he wanted to reset the, the clock. And this guy got mad about that. And the funniest thing was, um, as soon as that happened, a lot of fans showed that he himself has done timeouts in the last 20, uh, 20 seconds, twice already in this, in this season when he's up by like more than 10 points. So I'm like, come on, man. He just sounds petulant and immature and like kind of like just a, like a piece of shit, honestly. Yeah, he does not sound like a great dude. Like, play, coach your guys to win the game. Like, it's a classic. It's a classic. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> There's nothing to gain for that fight there. Like, what is uh, he doing? Like, yes, idiot. Yeah. And well, he got suspended for the rest of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. Although I don't know if they get into playoffs somehow. I, they I don't know. What they that won't. Is. They suck this year. Yeah, yeah. But like anything can happen. Hey, man, I've seen UConn magic before. You never know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. they, you think they're going to win the Big Ten tournament? You think they're going to win that to get an auto AQ? I, I just say anything can happen. Yeah. Topher, what are your thoughts on Big Ten basketball? Oh, uh, you know, I, I how much I love, love basketball and how much I follow the Big Ten. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I, know, I, I know a little bit about Pac-12. That's that's about it. The Badgers are doing real well. My, did you see my eyes just kind of like glazing over? And going oh, like... yeah. <laughs> Man, you miss out on a fight, though. That's the funny part. doesn't matter with the game. I didn't watch the game either. I watched the fight. Yeah, the fight was, fight was decent. The fight was decent. All on ball. Um, at, at, at the time of recording, Wisconsin is up by five points at half uh, to Purdue at home. If yeah. they win, they win the Big Ten regular season title. They're, 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 they're going to win the game. Yeah. Some of us have a, a mild amount of money on them winning the game. So we need them to but fake win. fake play chip money, right, Side? Right, right. We don't we don't condone gambling here. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. For, for for poker stars credits. That's right. Right. Exactly right. right. Yeah, that's what I'm coming for. Uh should we move on to the next segment? Yeah, yeah. let's let's move on to um no look all in. All right. Hey, got got look it. at you. No for upgrades. Yeah. Um, uh, if someone so have one. Well, I can we one. explain what it is real quick? Oh, yeah. So no look all in is what we're, we're going to do is we're going to give a very short synopsis, a couple of words. Oh, Adi's not here, so I don't need to really prep what this is. Of our story, and then we're going to go around and say whether or not we call or fold. And if you get most of the spicy boys to call, then you get to tell your story. I'll go. You guys yep. ready? Yep. Uh, here you go. Uh, police chief faked suicide. Oh, I'll call. 
Yeah, I'll call. I want to call. Yeah, I bet you want to call. Sadie, you want to call? Right, yeah, I'll call. I'll call. All right. All right. So, a police chief uh, in North Carolina faked his uh, faked his own uh, death. Uh, guess how many charges he was facing? Eleven. Fifteen. Seventy. Seventy is the word. Seven That's zero. Seven, seven zero. Um, uh, including one of them is acute, including faking your own death. Um, he is uh, his charges include evidence mishandling, drug trafficking, and embezzling money from the police. Uh, he apparently stole eight thousand dollars for a friend with leukemia. He uh, apparently uh, so apparently he took like a boat that he found and like went to a river he likes to fish at, quote unquote, and then like discharged his gun and then left a couple notes and and then like you know investigators found some tapes of him doing it. And they're like, well, this doesn't add up because if you leave notes and a gun discharge, usually the body's next to the gun. Um, and so he's now in prison uh, facing trial. You would think that a, a, a someone who's involved in like law enforcement would know how these things are investigated. I know, I know. That's just, know. that's so dumb on so many levels. He was, he's facing a million dollar bond and uh, they found him in a small apartment outside, like a small town in South Carolina. Like it's really, really embarrassing. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that's that was my story. Thanks for calling. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I got mine. Uh, mine is Madison Jefferson Middle School. Oh. I think I think we're all gonna call this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm all I'm actually all in with you. Yeah. I, like I was actually surprised that body that you didn't have this story already. Um, but apparently there's an effort underway to rename Madison's Jefferson Middle School just the same way that there was a there was an effort to uh, change Memorial or um, Madison Memorial High School. Essentially, uh, so same sort of stuff is, you know, Thomas Jefferson was was a slaveholder. So yeah. therefore, we have to take his name off of this middle school. Um, and well, they, there, there haven't been any submissions for what the, the right now they're submitting all the names and they're going to come up with like a top 10. Same way they did that, but um, just you know, a little local story. I, I thought that I'd bring it up. I, I think that we've talked about this in length about renaming schools. Um, yeah. If they want to make it more of the times, they call it uh, Madison the Jeffersons Middle School. You know what I'm saying? That'd be more appropriate <laughs> times. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if that would fly. <laughs> I, I just I'm not sure. You know. Oh, Maybe they should change it to Jefferson Davis High School instead. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> oh, that guy. No, yeah, um, I, I think that that would be 20 times, 20 million times worse. Yeah. No, they should do like Woke Middle School and Woke High School. I think they're right next to each other. I think Jefferson's right next to Memorial, I, I believe. I'm not 100% sure, but. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Memorial anymore. Yeah. But. Well, no, I, isn't it Memorial? It's just. Um, I thought, I thought it was Memorial, just uh, uh, Bell. Yeah, it's Bell Phillips Memorial High School. Oh, okay, cool. Do we call it Bell Phillips or do people just say Memorial still? I'm sure people just call it Memorial. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that, I think that's, I like that. I'm glad we called that one. That's good to know. You guys got something? I do. Yeah, um, you wanna go first? Sure. Uh, Aaron Rodgers goes uh, hard on laxatives is the headline. No, I want to call. I'll call. Okay, so everybody kind of remembers the dust up with uh, Aaron Rodgers being um, uh, what was the word he used during that press conference? Um, not vaccinated, but immunized. Immunized. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So. Um, he recently did an interview where he detailed the practices of what that immunization, you know, routine involved. Um, he did something uh, close to some of the Indian spicy boys uh, heart uh, called the Pancha, uh, Panchakarma cleanse um, that originated in India. It's been uh, going on for thousands of years and it's something he's done in uh, a lot of the off seasons. And basically here's what it involves. Um, for three to seven days, it begins with special massage using specific oils that moves toxins into the gastrointestinal special, tract. Special massage. Special massage. Um, the cleanse then just moves into sh the shodana stage, 
which involves therapeutic vomiting to help cleanse the lungs and remove mucus from the body. Next up is taking laxatives every four to six hours to rid the body of excess bile and improve the digestive system. Then comes 10 to 12 enemas, which remove feces, urine, blood, and bile from, um, from the bodily tracts that the body can build up toxins for. So basically, Aaron Rodgers kind of shits his brains out for 12 days, and that's his uh, defense against COVID-19. You know, I always thought when he said that he'd been immunized, he was saying that he had gotten COVID before. That was what, but now this sounds even way worse that he's like, he's subtext. I mean, and I'm not one to knock like, you know, uh, Eastern medicine or, or other holistic treatments can help for, for some things. This just sounds like, I mean, and cleanses are whatever. I know people do do cleanses for a variety of, of ailments. Um, this just sounds kind of like nutty behavior and not, and just like an excuse to do it and say that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pursuing alternative treatment. So, uh, are you sure this is a uh, India, India, and not Native America? This is India? an Indian, Indian thing. Yes. Because I, because my buddy actually did something similar in Peru, I think Peru That's or Colombia. Huh? It's called ayahuasca. Or I don't know? remember the details, but I remember him going to the exact same thing. Like they'll like puke and like kind of yeah, shut their so brains out. There is a Peruvian, yeah, a Peruvian practice uh, where people take ayahuasca, and it's supposed to like. It's like a hallucinogenic experience, but you, you uh, a side effect of this is you vomit and shit yep. a lot. Yeah. So this is a completely different, yeah, completely different uh, realm of, of treatment, quote unquote, that, that Aaron Rodgers is doing. You know, and it's just like, can we trade this guy? I love watching him play, but I just can't take the antics anymore. He's so fucking weird, man. Like, just like, I used to really like the guy, and then all this shit happened. Man, can he just drink a 12-pack of, of White Claws and eat six brats and do it like the normal person does it? Like, that's how Wisconsinites do it, okay? It's the best defense against COVID we have. God, what an asshole. Literally, what an asshole he, he must have. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. Also, isn't there a famous, like, family guy scene where they all take ayahuasca and just vomit all over yeah. each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is a thing Should have had that fired up for the pod. Yeah, I also don't. I, oh yeah, I, I also don't blame Shailene Woodley for for ending the engagement. Uh, you know, but the, the thing is that this sounds like something she would do. Because yeah, I guess she was all about like getting yeah. sun on her vagina, and that she was going to get energy from that. She was very crunchy. So, yeah. What do you mean by crunchy? Like like granola, like very like. Uh, you know, like a hippie. That's like very to the earth in terms of things that you do. Like, you know, like you're you're a vegan and you only you know right. eat type type of food. Like nothing that's grown on a tree, stuff like that. I think that's funny because Molly says whenever you're hungover that you're crunchy, and I'm just like I hate the use of the word crunchy now. Why does she say crunchy? I don't know. Ask her sometime. It's just weird to me. Okay. All right. Let's call her up and get her on the pod, Master. Well, she could, but she doesn't wanna. So. <laughs> I thought we had Molly on the pod earlier. I don't know what happened. What's the What's the next What's the next segment? Well, well my, I got mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no worries. So I found out um, I think a week ago uh, that Monty's absolutely obsessed with me and it's creeping me out of it. But if you guys want to know more, I can yeah, tell you. I, I'll call. I'll call. I call. I'll call. So um, I was looking up um, different diff- for something completely different reason. I was trying to look up. Uh, this other Nihit out there for, for uh, he's, there's another Nihit Bajaj out there. I was kind of upset at him. When the process of looking up, I figured out, my name's pretty unique, right? Nihit, N-I-H-I-T, not a lot of Nihits out there in the world, but there's one Nihit town in the world. Do you want to know where it's located by any chance? In Morocco? I wouldn't guess Morocco. Nihit is a small town in the Tarodon province in the Sousmasa region of Morocco oh from 2004 census. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? The one and only place in the entire world is <laughs> named the hit in the country that Mati has uh, his family from, knows a lot about, <laughs> and, and in all the places. I, I feel like Mati wants to go there so he can finally be in the hit. <laughs> <laughs> so let, me, let, let me tell you, do, do you want to know one up on that? The crazier fact about this. Sure. Um, then I got curious. Now I started to look up Topher. There's a bunch of Topher things out there. It's looking up Adi. There's, there's a bunch of Adi actually looking up Sai, a bunch of Sai. Mati, 
There is one town in the world named Monty. Do you want to have any guess where that's located? Uh, I was going to guess Morocco again, but I think it's Finland. But that's my other guess. So, Monty is a village in Udupi district of Karnataka, state in India. Oh! The one and only Monty right. in, in a village or city name is in fucking India. And I was so like, then, oh my so gosh, go there and you would be this thing ever. You could go there and you'd both be in, in each other simultaneously. The <laughs> <Right. laughs> possibility. Wow. Okay. Hey, why do you think I attract so many Indian friends? Okay. This is how I do. Well, Mati, just stop being so obsessive, bro. Like it was very creepy. I was like, Man. oh my gosh, what is going on? What if like he became my friend knowing all this stuff already? I did I did coach you up for that first poker win. I just want to let you know that, okay? Coached you up. So always there for you, Nahid. Inside <laughs> or outside of you. I'm I'm there for you. Thanks, dude. Nice. All right. Well, uh, now it is time for closing bell. I was hoping I was gonna have this ready in time. Oh no. Uh, all right. It doesn't look like I, I had it. Oh. It was supposed to just start playing and it's not because Twitter sucks. Well, just imagine a bell playing readers. <laughs> we, we can always do that joke where I play something else from the, uh, the podcast that we've already done. Um, yeah. It's post we'll just say ding, ding, ding all together and then we can just okay. Ding 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 ding. All right. So premise here for closing bell is that each of the spicy boys will introduce a topic and we'll go around and decide whether we are bullish or bearish on it individually. So anybody want to want to kick us off here? Can I say something before we go? The production level of of this podcast is just. It's just on another level in my mind, and I love it. I just love it. It makes which, us which more... level? Which level is that? High level or low level? It's it's it's. The hot, medium, or spicy? High level. Or mild. <laughs> medium or spicy? Oh boy. <laughs> high uh, level. I don't have to go. I went first the last two times. What do you guys go? I can go again. You want me to go? Back to back. Sure. Just like poker. All right, back to back. Um, do you guys? What do you guys think about guacamole? Do you guys like guacamole? Are you bullish or bearish on guacamole? Oh, I feel bearish. like I've never been a big fan. Like I'll eat it, but it just it doesn't do anything for me. I'd rather just eat like a full avocado. I love guacamole. I feel like it's about to get ruined for me though. So just just do your just do what you need to do. Well, it's not ruined for you. Surprisingly, we got saved. So uh, not too long ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I guess before the last pod or after the last pod. We were we banned avocados from from Mexico, um, and and we did it because one of the, the health inspector from the U.S. got a verbal threat in Mexico while he was inspecting avocado, because the gang in in Mexico uh, were upset that he wouldn't certify their avocado. So in a response, instead of just you know dealing with it and having the police get in and just try to figure figure this stuff out. He gets the entire country of America to like ban avocados from Mexico. And we like import 80 to 90% of our avocados from Mexico. That's like the biggest thing. So uh, for a while, we were not going to have any guacamole in any place because like typically we store avocado for like 14 days here. Um, but then the ban was lifted eight days after it started. So we survived the avocado near um, atrocity. It's, it seems really petty to ban all avocado imports for one verbal threat. I mean, the whole industry behind this. Yeah, a cartel almost took out an entire avocado trade. Forget the drugs, it's the avocado that matters. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I got a story and this is a, this is a sharing story. Um, and we'll go ahead and pull it up. Multimedia. This one is just media. Um, it's Britney, bitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think you all saw this, but um, Brittany is really going crazy with her Instagram and what she wants to show the world. Um, you know, we'll just click through that. I don't know why she had to do that. It's pretty dark. Um, <laughs> Wait, okay, for those listening on, on the pod, what do you mean by oh, that? Yeah, so sorry. I guess I forgot that I have to describe this. Is we're looking at Britney Spears' uh, Instagram photo where she's naked in on a beach 
and she's using little diamonds to cover up her uh, private parts. And so they're like where her vagina would be. Um, it's very dark from a shadow and there is a little diamond right there. It's like, you can't see anything. Why is that there? I, I will say that the, one of the top quotes is it's Britney Beach, which that's clever. I, 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 <laughs> a, yeah, shout out to IRL Rosie, whoever that is. Also, oh, I, I do, when, when I was pulling this up, um, I did notice that because you could see who likes photos. Isaac McClure did like this photo, which I thought was funny. I'm not surprised, man. I'm not surprised. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, now, so, imagine, imagine being the Instagram photographer who had to take this, right? Her, her fiance or whoever it was. Yeah. Oh, yikes. She looks and, wasted in these photos. I agree. She does not look. She doesn't like, look. She's all there. She's deep but, in the claws. But she's posting them sober. That's the thing. It's not like it was leaked, right? It'd be one thing if these photos were well, leaked. I mean, and like, she might be posting them sober. I who knows? You know, it's like well, at least it's still on her Instagram. It's on her official Instagram. Like yeah. she's like actually condoning it. It's not like she's like, oh my gosh, this was like that something that someone stole. Well, she was yeah. She was doing stuff like this um, back when she was still in the conservatorship. But now that she's out of it, it's just like, it, I, I, you know. yeah. I think we are seeing the repercussions of locking somebody away for fifteen years. It's, yeah. it's like, it's hard. It's kind of hard to watch. Honestly, it's like people are really excited about her freedom and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, you're just watching someone have kind of like a mental. Breakdown. Yeah. I, I'm afraid we're going to see the, the shaving, you know, like the shaving your head incident, something like that again, but yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a shaved head. Okay. God. For the, for the, for the list, the readers that are listening, I just pulled off my hat with my okay. shaved head. Oh. All right, uh, Mati or Sai? Sai, you can go ahead. Sure. Um, Kanye West's $200 STEM player. Do you guys know about this? Do you guys know what this is? $200 what? STEM player. No. It's an invention of his own creation. Um, so it, there, there's kind of a lot to unpack here. I can't decide whether it's like super brilliant or super idiotic. Basically, the only way to get Kanye West's new album, uh, Donda 2, is to get it on a physical device called a stem player, which you can only buy through Kanye's website. It's $200, um, but the, the player allows you to remix any song on any uh, streaming service um, imaginable. But the only way to get Kanye's album is, is, to, is to buy this. So Kanye's album is not on Spotify. It's not on Apple Music. It's not on whatever. He controls the entire distribution top to bottom. He gets all the, the revenue from it. So... Um, this thing is selling a lot, uh, a lot of people have bought this, um, partly because it's like a piece of technology and it's kind of like a cool collectible that people can do. Um, but also it's like, it's like the only way to get the album. So people who are like super fans of Kanye or really want to hear this album, um, are flocking to it. And they've actually done a pretty good job of, um, scouring the internet and having them cleanse like YouTube or SoundCloud or whatever for the tracks. So, um, I think it's an interesting precedent. I just don't know if it's really as convenient as just like logging onto Spotify or Apple music or iTunes, Mati, shout out to, shout out to iTunes um, right. to, to be able to listen to like a new piece of art. Like if you really want people to hear your art, that's probably the, the, the better way to do it. So bullish or bearish on the, the approach to selling this album. I'm absolutely bearish on this. This is almost like a cash grab to the highest extent. Yeah. I'm bearish on it. Yeah, bearish. Didn't he? Hold on, question. He, I thought him and Jay Z did something similar where they had their own website for music previously, and then they well, would only release it on that website, not Spotify and thing. And it was a subscription service. Jay Z. He had title, which um, yeah, title. I am a, a subscriber to. It's it's good. The you you get hi-fi audio, which is cool. So it's like the sound quality is much much better than Spotify if you have good speakers or good headphones or whatever. Um, but eventually Jay-Z reached a deal with Spotify to get his, cat his catalog on, um, on title. Um, yeah, I mean, content, I feel like content is just a commodity at this point, like music, right? Like it's going to be on every streaming service. It, you need, you almost need that to actually get the, but these streaming services like really fucking fuck over artists. Like they get paid like a 10th of a percent or a hundredth of a percent of what they would, would get paid for selling an album. So, um, yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard problem to solve for. I uh, I support the artist side by actually buying the music. Okay, so yeah, that's a fair that's a fair point. When you buy the song, you, the artist gets a lot more of that. That that's right. Yeah, so 
instead of instead of the dollar twenty nine, they get like seventeen cents instead of you know the point oh oh one cents that they get per play. So, yeah. I heard artists get most of the money just from concerts and like music streams, like it's like negligible, which I get from like the pandemic. Most people didn't go to concerts. So yeah. I can see the need. Sai, did you, uh, did you end up buying this thing? I did not buy it. I found oh, it. Come on. I'm, I'm no look all in on that bluff. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I really didn't. I really didn't. I did watch the, I did watch the live stream of the concert, which I thought was absolutely incredible, but yeah. um, did not end up purchasing. The player. I did found some some SoundCloud tracks that people had ripped, but they get taken down like within an hour. So, but it's a good album. It's a really good album. I'll say that. I yeah. I just want to say a few things. Uh, shout out to Reliant K for doing live concerts. Still, that was dope as hell. And then happy belated birthday to Topher, everybody. Everybody, yeah, happy belated. birthday. Sorry, I forgot to mention um, that. Yeah, are, are we closing out? Because I do want to read that email before we go. Oh no, I got one more thing. To, I got my okay. okay. Thank you for that shot, You're welcome. Thanks for coming up. So, Roman Abramovich, do you guys know who he is? No. He's an oligarch from Russia. He owns Chelsea Football Club in in London. They're one of the most successful uh, soccer teams in the world. Um, He is said to be leading peace talks in Belarus between Ukraine and Russia, Hmm. uh, or trying to. uh, But on the other side of the coin – he has also given up his leadership role in Chelsea to the stewards and trustees of the club. But there's also a leveraged uh, thing where uh, if they take away the club from him because he's a Russian oligarch, he gets paid $2 billion from the club, essentially bankrupting the club. So it's kind of crazy in that. Oh, he'll get a, I see he'll get a leveraged buyout. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, there's also news of, like a, a UK MP is claiming that he's selling all of his United Kingdom uh, properties uh, in London and, you know, Manchester, Liverpool, wherever the fuck he has those things. So um, there's a lot of like, oh, is he trying to give some peace? Maybe is he hastily just trying to get money to avoid sanctions on that? You know, is he trying to wash his hands essentially? Yeah. I mean, he's always been a little dirty being, being an oligarch. You can't be clean. I'm assuming. So um Anyways, uh, are we bullish on bearish on peace talks by Russian Abra- Roman Abramovich uh, between UK and, uh, and Russia? No, I, mean, I don't think that's gonna, I don't think it's going to move the needle. So I'd say bearish. Yeah, just really quick to like you brought this up that just reminded me of these these things that are happening where we're getting the freedom prize all over again, where people are pulling Russian vodka off of the shelves. Oh, it's the best. And people, and people are calling up bars and saying you shouldn't call it a Moscow mule anymore. It's like you're not doing anything. Like let's let, let's let's stop the freedom prize thing. Um, this isn't actually doing anything. And it is not a. It is not. It is Putin's war, right? Yeah. Like most Russian people are 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 very upset as well that this is happening. Like yeah. I mean, like the 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 pulling Russia from sports that does something. But pulling Russian <laughs> vodka from your from your shelf so that you're not selling it anymore does nothing. No, you're moral grandstanding. You're not doing anything substantial. So. Which which the size point is the reason why I think anyone who does diplomatic talks as a Russia ambassador or anything like that isn't going to do anything outside of Putin. Like Putin makes the calls. It's his thing. Um, if he's actually serious about any kind of peace talk, he'll take part in them. But everything else is lip service. Do you, do you know Roman Abramovich has a his two mega yachts? One is like two hundred million dollars. One is five hundred million dollars, and I think reportedly, like the the five hundred million dollar one, the seats are covered not in leather, but in the foreskin of whale skin. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> it's like, why would you choose that? Like, holy shit! It's just like a when I think of these guys' wealth and what they go through, I like. I, I, it's unfathomable sometimes. It's just True. like, you know what, whales, whale, whale uh, foreskin. That sounds that sounds like a logical choice here. Want to end on that note? Yeah. So yeah. on that uh, on, on that note, let's just read this email and then we'll we'll take it out. So uh, we got a, an email. Hi there. My name is Ashley. Ran across your IG page and I absolutely love the content you're creating. Thought I'd reach out to you and see if you would be interested in a free tarot reading in exchange for a free shout out on your Instagram story. I think you could do really well promoting my Instagram page. Yes. yes, 
Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, we were interested. So yeah, and also if your promotion was satisfying, we can do a, a pay, make a paid collaboration afterwards, whatever that means. Thank you for your time and have a great day. So what do you think? Do we want to try and get a tarot card reader on oh, our? Oh yes, we want to get a tarot card reading. Did All you right. did you did you better? Is this how many how many followers? Uh, that's a great question because I just looked at her email before we came on the air here. Um, I hope she does. She has. 4,200 followers. Okay, not, it's not good. bad. I feel like if we do the reading and she pulls the whale foreskin card though, I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little suspicious. That's all, <laughs> all right, on that, on that note, Mario, you wanna take us out? Oh yeah, I forgot my sheet. Uh, you guys can follow us on uh, Instagram at Spicy Boys Pod. Trying to remember it, holy shit, it's been a while. Um, you, uh, you can download, subscribe, rate, review, download again, delete it, download again on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Uh, email us at spicyboy608, uh, sorry, spicyboy608 at gmail. Now, boys is spelled B-O-I-S, so don't get it twisted. Um, from all of us here at the podcast, shout out to Adi. We miss you, miss you buddy. Um, for sign, hit, Topher, I'm Mati. Uh, fuck Russia.